from the underworld to your world. This is Black Crack <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to Blackcraft News, powered by Delta Extracts and American Musical Supply. I am your host, Bees. It's great to be with you, especially today when we have a very special guest, Kiona, riding high in every chart that you can look at with a pair of eyeballs. She has a brand new song out with Kellen Quinn. It's called Secrets. It is about to do one million views in less than two weeks on YouTube. She is a friend of the show, a friend of Vic from Pierce the Veil, a friend of Bobby Blackcraft. We are stoked to have her. And I tell you, man, it's nice when an artist can inspire the person who she's talking to. I'm telling you, the chat is dynamite. In fact, let's get to it pretty quickly. Make sure you are on Blackcraft's mailing list. There is a different deal every single day going down 13 days of Halloween. Make sure you are on that mailing list. Delta Extracts, they're our friends and yours. If you are in the market for gummies, cartridges, disposables and more, DeltaExtrax.com is the place to go. That's DeltaExtrax.com, 14,000 plus five-star reviews. Thank you very much. Use the code BLACKCRAFTNEWS15 and you can get 15% off of your first purchase. And just to keep the good news rolling, we are going to have the Vengeance University shot Back in stock this Friday. Zaki from Avenge Sevenfold. These sold out pretty much instantly. So get locked on DeltaExtrax.com this Friday. Don't say you weren't warned. We are also powered by American Musical. If you are a home recorder of any kind, that means if you are a podcaster, a DJ, or a musician, after this interview, we are going to tell you how you can get hooked up by American Musical Supply over at AmericanMusical.com. But let's roll into this, shall we? Kiona absolutely smashing it at the moment with her song Secrets. We get into it, man. This is a deep chat. We talk about artistry. We talk about what it's like to struggle and how to keep going and stay motivated. It's awesome to speak to someone so inspiring. So... I'm Bees, she's Kiona, enjoy this chat. <laughs> so, Kiona, I've got to say, your story is so wild that I don't even know where to start. Um, let's do the present before we start bringing all the Kiona lore to the, to the <laughs> table. Secrets with Kellen Quinn is about to hit a milli on YouTube. I, I, like, if, I wish you could see Key, Key's reaction. Wild, right? What I'm mad, freaking mad. out. <laughs> and for my first, for my first million ever to be with like somebody I looked up to is just so crazy to me. Like I was 12 years old at the Sleeping with Sirens and Pierce the Veil Collide with the Sky tour. It was literally my 13th birthday present. Yeah. So for me to actually have my first like million views, like it's Ah, like with Kellen is just insane yeah. to me because that concert is what made me realize this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Fuck was yeah. literally that show. Yeah, man. 
were you, were you like your vibe with Kellen? Because like um, being a, like a generation removed, but Kellen's like Kellen is a live wire of a human. What what was your connection like on an on an artistic level? So it was so natural. I was so nervous. I, like even on yeah. set, on set of the music video, I was so nervous. Like I could not stop smiling. Then we were trying to shoot a serious scene and I couldn't stop laughing because it was like, <laughs> I'm making eye contact with Kellen Quinn right now. Like I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't even believe I'm here. It was like a fever dream. Fuck yeah, man. Like, like, like how did, had you met him before that? Oh yes, yes. So he had invited me I hadn't met him in person yeah. um, before we had done a record. So it was Whoa. really, so we already had the song done. Yeah. And then um, he invited me to one of their shows in Riverside. So it was the first time we actually like met in person where I wasn't like 12 years old buying a meet and greet. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Fair. So, so it yeah. was so cool. And then like how natural the record sounded. It was just, it was such an amazing experience. Like I emailed him the record and within 24 hours I had it back and I wasn't expecting that. Like I was like, wow, I'll send it over to him. He'll probably never get to it, but like, you know, hopefully he does. Yeah. The next freaking day it was there. And then he was like, I have a show in Riverside if you would like to meet. And I was like, <laughs> what is shit. happening? Was it, is it, was it exactly, was it how we hear it now as well? Like his contribute, his contribution was bam, 24 hours. It's what we hear on Secrets. And then Fuck once yeah. we got the video together and everything, like it was such a great experience because usually when you do a feature, you know, you, you got a schedule to stick to, you know, you, yeah. you have your artists coming in, you always want them to be in and out, make sure they're comfortable. Kellen was the easiest person. So I felt like we were just hanging out. Like we weren't even working. Like he came at what, 730 and he didn't leave till almost two in the morning because he was like, I'm just having a good time. Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. I love I love the fact that the song as well, like, even though like it's it's got Kellen on it, like it sounds like someone who's also done collabs with Little Zan. Like it's not it doesn't belong in a certain time frame. It it brings elements of all of it. Thank you so much. That yeah, you got it. I, it's timeless. I, I needed a timeless record. And I felt like that one, what was crazy is that was a record that I did in 10 minutes. Happens like, that way sometimes though, right? I, I had sat down in front of the mic, recorded it. And I was like, yeah, this is an okay song. I'll, I'll save it for something. And it kind of got pushed to the side. And yeah. it turns out to be my biggest single. Yeah. Bam, a millie. <laughs> yeah, I'll get around to it. Bam, a millie. I remember I was sitting, as soon as we dropped, I was sitting and I was so nervous. I was yeah. like, you know, even if only a hundred people saw that video, I would have been happy because it would have been a hundred people that hopefully it touched. And yeah. then I was watching, I was just watching it go up and I was like, there's no way. I was like, there's no way. I, I loved, I, I like, we were talking before we started, but I'll bring it to the table now. I feel like each of your songs, like it feels like there's a, a real message and a real mission statement behind everything that you do. What's under the dirt of the fingernails of secrets? Like what's the, what's the story for that particular song? So secrets for me, that one is a very personal, personal record. It, my biggest thing about secrets, and I'm so glad that it's, it came out when it did is because I'm actually living the experience of the words right now. Like pretending the line I'll pretend that I'm doing just fine 
is really something that I wanted people to really hear over and over. I wanted people yeah. to capture because that's something we all do. That is something Struggle, that doesn't yeah. matter what walk of life you're from, who you are. When someone says, hey, are you okay? Everybody says, I'm fine. When totally. your whole world could be collapsing. Yeah. And, and if and you so see that... the same, if you see the same person two months later, you turn around and go, "What was up with you two months ago?" And they go, "Oh man!" And then they can and tell they'll you, tell you the truth. Yeah. Then, yeah. But we were all pretending to be fine. I feel like everybody is pretending to be fine every day of their lives. We're all just playing pretend. And For I real. wanted to acknowledge that because I wanted. I noticed with I was watching like you know Instagram and with everything that goes on now with social media, everybody just kind of assumes that everyone's doing great. You're yeah. doing great. If you look, if you look at my social media, you'd be like, "Oh, your life must be so great." They don't know I cry myself to sleep six out of ten, six out of seven days of the week. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And that's yeah. something I wanted to acknowledge because I felt like for so many years I was trying to be the most professional I could be at all times, trying to show the most professionalism, and literally yeah. even in a photo. And I felt yeah. like now I'm at a point where it was like, I want to be honest with everybody. I'm having a rough time mentally, but guess what? My music's working, but it's still yeah. in my heart. I feel like I'm going through, this is what I'm, this is what I'm living. This is who I yeah. am. I, I'm pretending to be okay. And it's okay to be, not be okay. Yeah, I agree. Do you, do you, have you found since like, since you came to that realization, there's a bit less pressure, like internal pressure. Cause when you're, when you're kind of, you feel like you have something to play up to versus when you're just being, you're letting it out. Like, have you, have you found any sort of difference with that? Genuinely? Yeah. Now, now it's more of like a therapy for me. Yeah. I, it used to be, I was so stressed about, I want this record to be perfect. I want this record to be perfect. This is the one. And with this one specifically, it really showed me that when you just let your creativity be your creativity and your art be your art and you hold no expectation, you just yeah. deliver art, it's going to work for you. And that was my biggest thing. That is something I've dealt with for years. I so focused on being a perfectionist that it was actually hindering me. It was hindering what I was releasing, I was harboring all my music because it wasn't good enough. And yeah. there is no bar to art. There is no bar to what's good enough. If I wanted to scream on a track and only scream, ah, for 30 minutes, I could release that because someone's going to feel it. And yeah. that's the standard I've started holding myself to, that you do release things because you want to, because you want people to hear what you have to say and you want to help somebody instead of releasing something because it's perfect. No, I and totally agree. My biggest thing now, my new, now my new agenda is just releasing authenticity. Yeah, man. It's funny, like we had um, Matt from Sevenfold on the yes. show. We, we were talking about 100 Get and what we were talking about was like we're both mad for that record and it's it's imperfect and it's about a vibe more than it's about technical proficiency exactly. and all of that and like you said professionalism throw it out the window create a vibe and people will feel it exactly and that was kind of a message I wanted to deliver even through the visual of secrets yeah. I, I wanted the visual of the ring to be interpreted correctly because my biggest thing was with the movie, the ring, yeah. Sam Samara, the main character is really just somebody crying for help, but everyone's running away from her. Everyone's scared of her. And I felt like with that record and with the visual, I was hoping people caught on to the fact that 
sometimes our cries for help end up doing the opposite effect. You end up having the opposite effect when you're crying for help. So that record is okay. really, was really a cry for help for me. Where, that's when I'm that's going super astute. That's super and astute, I, man. I wanted the visual to also capture that same feeling. Like maybe your cry for help is causing people to go away, but it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to have to remove things from your life because they're not interpreting your cries for help. Yeah, man. What made you, what made you uh, look to the ring for um, inspiration? Cause it's wild. Even the remake of that. I like it's, they're showing it in LA. At, at, at like uh, I think it's at Hollywood forever cinema uh, cemetery next yes. week but so yes. because because of that like I, I only just realized the ring is 22 years old yes right the ring so is a 22 it's the 22nd birthday wild. And it, what's crazy is it's one of my favorites so when i when i saw that when i saw that they're bringing the ring back and they're letting it like shine again it was like a big thing for me because that is my favorite movie like i love wild. that movie yeah it's <laughs> so killer much. I think it's freaking terrifying. I don't care how old it is. I am still terrified. But the biggest message behind that movie for me, at least what I noticed was the whole time, Samara is crying for help. She's just saying, hey, I'm in this well. Did anyone notice I'm in this hole? And that was that's kind of how I feel like a lot of us feel. I feel like we're yeah. digging ourselves out of a well. That was the visual representation of me crawling out. It was less to be theatrical and reminisce on the theatrics of the movie and more to interpret the message of the movie that yeah. sometimes your cries for help are scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you don't mean it, you know, you don't I mean? Mean You're, it that yeah. Way. Yeah. You're just trying to say, Hey, I'm in a well, can you get me out of here? I, I hear you. I, I feel you large on that. Can I ask about your aesthetics as well? Because yeah. like, like I, I, back in England, I used to run like a music television channel and there's a lot of videos that are just dudes stood in a field and all that kind of thing. Like, I love that there is, there's creativity in every avenue of what you do. How much goes into even something like picking an outfit? Because like to, to put, like to have a look for a song and so like it's, it feels like it's it's part of the whole deal. Well, specifically for Secrets, um, I was super, super blessed. So I have a fan. Um, his name is Zeno. His name is Zeno Danger. Shout out, Zeno. We love you. Hell yeah. Zeno drove from Phoenix, Arizona to Riverside, California. Damn. The whole way the night before. Because I had met Zeno a couple months prior and at a Pierce the Veil pop-up that they had invited me to. And he loved my music and he was making clothes and his dream was to have a, an outfit in a music video. And on top of that, in a music video of a band that he loved and he genuinely loved sleeping with sirens. So when I let him know, I was like, Hey, um, I have a video coming up. I love your work. I love your clothes. I would really love to incorporate you because you've supported me for so long. And it's just been genuine support. Like, listens to my music, posts my music, everything. And when I see people that are chasing a dream like I was, I want to help. I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of letting people know that you can make it by yourself. It took me years to accept that the only person that has to be happy with what you're creating is you. And if I can be that person that gives somebody a moment, just any a moment, a fraction of a second to be that happy because they're involved in something they've dreamed about, I'm going to do it. 
So Zeno made me an outfit from scratch. My size fit me, drove to my house eight hours to with a sewing kit to sew it around me the night before. And oh, I wore it in the video. And that is wild. So that outfit really came from a fan. I'm super blessed because I don't know what I was going to wear. <laughs> like, <laughs> the outfit question is the hardest question. That's what I'm most stressed about 90% of the time. I am in a hoodie and sweatpants right now. <laughs> <laughs> and still looking like a million bucks. I love Thank it, man. So, so can I ask you, because like it was something that you kind of hinted at there. Uh, I was going to ask it a little bit later on, but like, do you think that, because I do, right? Allow my words, not yours for a second. But like the, I feel like the struggle is part of great art and I'm not here to like, I think I might be asking for it a little bit here, but like Taylor Swift might, makes nice music for nice people who come across like they've never had to struggle with for a day in their life. And not yes. like you guys, like not uh, you people listening, if you like Taylor Swift, don't worry about it. You're cool. But the others, right? <laughs> <laughs> you've had to suffer to get here key do you know what i mean like and when you tell a story like a guy driving from arizona is like the how much do you do you think that that finds its way into your music because uh, i said it before and i'll say it again like the authenticity that drips off of everything like even in this chat key like when you're talking it's so from the heart and what an artist should be like how much do do you think you have to have gone through it to to be able to do that because anyone can act that way but like real's real and everyone can feel real my my biggest thing oh I love the example you gave because my biggest thing is always making music for people that think they can't make it or think they can't do it that is my biggest thing I I drove across the country at 19 years old without a driver's license. I can say that now because I made it's it. Making it get happen. But <laughs> <laughs> it's I enough in the rear view the mirror. We've got away with it. <laughs> Literally. It's already over. You can't charge me now. <laughs> but I drove across the country from Pennsylvania at 19, knowing no one. I knew nobody yeah. here. And I didn't even tell my mom I was coming here. I told her when I got here that I was I'm I went to Los Angeles and I'm not coming back until I'm famous. I don't advise any 19-year-old girl listening to do that. Have a plan. <laughs> yeah. your, your, your career's teacher is not telling you that one. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it that way. But in that moment for me, I was at a point where I woke up in my college apartment. I realized I don't, I'm not fit to work in an office forever. I'm not, it's, and it's not for me. There's plenty of people that work their ass off in an office and they make the life that they want. I just wasn't that person. I get fired from every job I have. So it wasn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> Relatable. I, it was worth it. I was homeless. I was a homeless girl living in my car, going to studio sessions, working as a runner at a studio for studio time. I was taking half payment so Love I could use the other half to record. And nobody knew I was homeless. I was very scared to let people know only because I wanted to be taken seriously. Now, years later, it's my biggest achievement. I achieved my career and my goals from all odds being against me. I knew nobody. I was living in a car, applying to work at studios just to meet people. I had no, I had no connections at all. 
it took me four and a half years. Now I, I was 19, now I'm 24. It took me about four and a half years to make it, to make it make sense, but it was worth it. And I would say anybody who thinks that they can't do it because every odd is against them or it doesn't make sense, you can't just, you, you're going to have to go through it. It's going to be very stressful. There was yeah. time my family didn't even know I was homeless. I didn't want to worry my mom. My my little sister, she is a really rare genetic disease. My little brother, he has a brain tumor. Like there's a lot going on in my family with my wow. younger siblings that is way yeah. more important. But I learned from dealing with that that I, I, I have two legs. I'm grateful that I can walk. My brother's relearning how to walk. So any struggle I'm facing right now, I know he's facing 10 times worse. So for me to sit and complain and be like, this is so hard. I'm living in my car. At least I'm living. At least I'm able to work for my goals because there's people like my siblings who their goals were stripped from them yeah. at yeah. 17 years old. So... It's it was a motivator for me. It, it's less of a sad story and more of a motivator yeah. that not that's, whatever not, you think you're going through, there is always something happening worse. So it should never be a reason to give up on your dreams. If you think your dream's not going to work, just keep doing it. Just keep doing it for a couple more years. It's going to work. You just yeah. have to be dedicated and you have to be at a point, especially if it's music, where this is what you're doing. This is what you're focusing on. There's going to be nights you don't eat. There's going to be nights you don't yeah. sleep. There's going to be nights you don't have a home. Most of them. The first Most of two. them. Yeah. It, like, yeah. there's a lot of nights you don't have anywhere to live. I had nights where I was, I don't know if you know the Walgreens on Sunset in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, do, I had yeah. nights where I sat at the tables at Walgreens because I had nowhere to sleep. I sat up all night long sitting at a table writing songs because I had nowhere to use the bathroom. You know what I mean? There was things that, you shouldn't, I, I don't, wouldn't wish on anybody, which is why I advise again, if you're a 19 year old child and you want to make it in music, have a plan when you move here. But yeah. I will say that is what made my, my story so authentic. And that is what motivated me because every day I'm grateful to be able to take a shower. I have yeah. diamond chains on right now, but I wake up every day grateful to get in the shower because yeah, there man. was years of me sleeping in a car going to work, showering at jack-in-the-box bathrooms just because I wanted to be able to have $300 to spend at a recording studio, not to that's eat. That's that's But that's why you've you've earned that chain. Like, it's it, it's to, to some people, it's like a sparkly ornament. But to you, it's, I, I can look at that and know that I walked through hell to wear this. It's a reminder for me. It's a reminder of everything I established, like Zoom, Zoom is something I say on all my songs. It's like, it's my little ad lib, but it, it's a reminder to me that you did this from nothing. You had nothing. You had, nobody knew who you were. Nobody, I barely knew who I was. I found myself in this journey. I found my sound. I'm authentic to the, to the bands and the artists and the Pierce the Veil and the Sleeping with Sirens and all these yeah. people that meant so much to me at 12 years old. Now I'm 24 making music with them, being authentic to who I am as a person. And that's the most important part to me is that I've never lost who I am as a person. Mm. I, I've always been this weird little emo kid that people made fun of, except now I just made it work for me. Like, yeah, that's it. That's it. Now and, I can be the weird little emo kid with a million views that people might make that's fun right. of. But guess what? It's okay. <laughs> Mate, 90, 99% of geniuses are misunderstood in the moment. It's only, and everyone wants to believe after the after the matter. 
I have to I have to ask as well. Like you've brought up like uh, Vic is like a friend of the show, friend of Blackcraft. We I mean, anyone who meets Vic loves Vic. But he was he was so insistent about being like genuinely like off mic, just hanging out, talking about what a fan of yours he is when we were because we had this chat coming up. Right. I wanted to I wanted to ask with Vic is it's easy to like anyone who meets him. He's a nice guy and that sort of thing. But like you, you, you were in the in the grand scheme of your career in the infancy of it. What is it like to have someone like that in your corner? Because it's for for artistry as well as for advice, and like having someone like that is invaluable from where I can sit. So I'm going to tell you a story that I don't even think I I don't even think I fully have told him yet. But without Vic Fuentes, I wouldn't be here. There would be no Kiana Nicole. Like genuinely, without Vic and without Pierce Savale, they they made a whole pathway for me. I. When I told you I went and saw them in 2012 when I was 13, that was my 13th birthday present. What I didn't say was a month before my grandfather committed suicide. So I was, I was mute. I was mute. I, I didn't speak. The only thing that gave me something to look forward to was my mom got me Pierce the Veil tickets for my birthday. If it wasn't for that band, I don't know if I'd be alive. But I was in such a dark place at such a young age that yeah. genuinely their music was the only thing that was there for me. So now, fast forward to in adulthood, I had reached out to Vic on Instagram maybe like two years ago. Just like, I, I love you guys. Um, I have a tattoo for you guys. Like, I love you guys. You, you guys mean everything to me. I'm so grateful that you guys are releasing again and all of this stuff. And he had reached back out and was like, what you're doing? is amazing and when I tell you I screamed at the top of my lungs like a little girl when that happened I did but genuinely he has become one of my closest friends he checks on me all the time I send him every record I do the man has every Keanu Nicole record to ever exist <laughs> ever ever I ask him all advice for everything he yeah been the most amazing guide for me that he doesn't even know, he doesn't even know how much he means to me. And yeah. building a friendship with them has been everything. I met their parents, like. <laughs> oh my God, what's, what? Vic, what's, Vic's, what's Vic's mom's like? What's Vic's mom's oh like? God, she's so sweet. She's oh, the I sweetest. Can, I, can't, I, was like, I see where you came from because this yeah. is perfect. <laughs> I can't even imagine with Vic being like the sweetest human alive. I can't even imagine how sweet his mother is, outrageous. Yeah, no, and like just being around him, Danielle, Jaime, yeah. Tony, all the of best. them just being able to be a part of that and they feel like a family and I'm 3,000 miles away from my family you know I'm really you know yeah, I don't, my family's not out here they're still in Pennsylvania and Tennessee and that's who I call to hey I hit the charts today hey look because my parents don't understand music like yeah. that you know but Vic is like the figure that does and yeah man it means everything to me their friendship means everything they put me in the past the nirvana music video you know you know how much that meant to the 12 year old girl inside of me like i can't even man that's that's so cool it's no, so I fucking cool for hours on how much i love them but uh, genuinely i will thank them at the grammys one day i promise like uh, that is my go-to person if he 
if he doesn't tell me he likes a song, the world will never hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a good barometer of that sort of thing. I so you, you've got you've best. got a good judge for that. So he's can I, the last, best. last question just before we call time on this. Like guitar music in 2023, it feels like we've had a good 2023, whether it's like a mainstream thing, like Little Uzi putting system covers and calling Bring Me The Horizon to be on his record, or like Little Yachty's making records that sound like Pink Floyd or Turnstile, like doing it at Coachella. It feels like it's been a good year for, for guitar music. And as someone who's bringing something contemporary to the table, what's your take on where we are and what's possible i think anything is possible we and my biggest thing is that metal is really back like it feels it we we are not the weirdos anymore like i love that i love that because there's so many people that i know maybe back in the day they couldn't express themselves and now anyone can express themselves and my biggest thing on being a black woman on top of being a black woman in rock music, it, it's a rarity. And there's a lot of girls like me that are, you know, maybe not as sexualized and maybe not as, you know, out there and comfortable in their skin. I, I'll be the first to tell you, I am an insecure lady. <laughs> I get yeah. very insecure, but I love to be able to express myself through my music. And it is very contemporary. It is a very contemporary approach to rock. But it's a very timeless, motivated approach to rug. I'm motivated by all of the bands that we see that are coming back right now, full yeah. force. Like seeing 11,000 people show up for Pierce the Veil in Irvine a couple months ago, Wild. I actually cried. I cried because it was like, Fuck yo, yeah. like, we are unified. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what color you are, what size you are, what shape you are. It doesn't matter. If you love rock music, you love this music, You whatever speaks to you, you can just express yourself. I agree. Like, I feel, I think, I still think we got to wait. Like, I think that rock is more open and more diverse yes. than it's ever been. But it's I also, a lot of genre think, I think it's, I think it's important to say this because I know that everyone, I know it's our MO and I know that we're all proper, like you fall down in the pit, I'll pick you up. But like sometimes it's impossible to ignore the comment sections. And like, I yeah. like the fact, I like the fact that, that, that our doors are opening and we're getting better, but I always just, and like, I, I won't, I won't ask you it as a question. Just, I just wanted to put it out there just as a mission statement. It's uh we're doing brilliant and we're doing better, but we, it's, it's all right to shut people down that have dissenting voices. Rock and metal is for fucking everyone. And that is why we're back because we've opened exactly. the doors and we've opened it's it to everyone. We've opened the doors for everyone to feel accepted now. And I know that's kind of crazy to say because the whole message behind a lot of these bands and a lot of the artists and everyone was that everyone was accepted the whole time. And that's yeah. true because I, I was 11, 12, 13 at My Chemical Romance yeah. concerts and I was the one that was finally felt accepted. I didn't feel yeah. accepted in my own town. I didn't feel accepted anywhere else but at these shows. They yeah, gave great. me something to live for. And now I'm at a point where I want to be that person that's giving somebody else something to look forward to, something to live for. When I tell you I'm genuinely serious, if it wasn't for that Pierce the Veil concert, November 6th of 2000. 12 for me to look forward to I don't know if I would have lived I don't know if I'd be here today 
It gave me something to live for. And knowing and living that experience and knowing how that feels to have something to live for that's as simple as a concert that's going to last you two yeah. hours. I want to be that person. I will tour every day for the rest of my life. I don't care if I don't have a house because I'm in hotels every day. I will tour yeah. every day to be that person, to give someone a hug and give them a reason to live. That is what I want. That's what I work for because that's what other artists like Vic and Kellen did for me. Yeah. And that motivated me to be that person for other people. That's it, man. And our, our walls have always been open and have always been welcoming, but having someone like yourself or, or baby metal or Laura Jane Grace or whoever it is to just like to give us different shades and for people out there to be able to, I'll give you another example that's off track of music because I saw Blue Beetle, the movie last week, the DC comic book movie, right? And it's uh, Latin American culture. And while that that's always been present in superheroes, it being a, this is what it is and who it, and like who it represents, it's, it's important. And it, it it makes it open to people, and that our walls are doing that better than ever before. Key, we owe you a fucking debt of gratitude for being one of the people kicking the door down. Is there anything else you've got coming up that we can tell people on the podcast about other than secrets? Yes, we've got a ton of new music, new music videos. The next six months, we've got a project dropping with you guys. But Kellen, Kellen was great. Just wait till you see who we all got on this. Minute. I'm so let's excited. fucking go I'm so let's go to give you guys more music that's but i'm finally at a place where i love all of these records i'm living all of these records it's actually authentic i'm at a point now where every word i'm saying i'm feeling i'm living it i'm experiencing it and it is okay to feel low and it is okay to feel this way i'm learning how to transfer my emotions into a positive and it's a learning experience for me that I'm just excited that I'm literally getting to learn in front of a million people then I hope that they're learning too about themselves through my music and this we're all learning every day we're all just learning Amen. how to survive and cope and Amen. I'm doing the same thing and I just want to thank everybody that's listening everybody that's watching my videos because without you guys I would not have a purpose to be here and nice. that is that's what this is for. We're all here to comfort each other because therapy is expensive. So I'd much rather make music. <laughs> Ain't that the damn <laughs> truth? Well, that you've got new music coming means that you've always got a home on this show. Blackcraft, thanks you. Kiana, thank you for your time. We today, love mate. you. I love you guys so much. Thank you. What a fucking awesome human being, I have to say. Thank you to Kiona for taking time to chat to us on Blackcraft News. We're going to be doing some more stuff with her in the near future that I definitely can't tell you about yet. I've been Bees. You should go and check out AmericanMusical.com. If you are a podcaster, if you want to get started in podcasting or DJing or guitar playing, vocals, drums, American Musical Supply have got you covered. AmericanMusical.com is the place to go and use the code SMOKE at checkout and you can get $20 off of your purchase of $100 or more. $20 off of any purchase over $100, AmericanMusical.com. Just use the code SMOKE at checkout. I've been Bees, you've been Rad. Make sure you're subscribed and we'll be back for more Blackcraft news very soon. From the underworld to your world. This is Black Crap News. Black Crap News.